Hello, and welcome to Health and Fitness Redefined. I am your host, Anthony Amen. Join me today as we take a dive into the world of health and fitness, where we learn how to overcome adversity, to pick fact versus fiction, and see health and fitness in a whole new light. Today, we have a very special guest, Amanda Love. Amanda, which by the way, Love is her last name. That's awesome. Is a registered holistic nutritionist. She suffered from myalgia about 10 years ago. And we're going to talk a little bit today about her story, figure out where she's gone in the last 10 years, and work from there. So welcome to the show, Amanda. Thank you for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself at a younger age when you first find out you were diagnosed with fibromyalgia? What was that like for you? Um, so I was diagnosed at the age of 20 but before that i was i started with like extreme fatigue pain i had no idea what was going on at the time and so i was so confused on what was going what was happening with my body and then eventually a rheumatologist diagnosed me in the fall of 2010. that must have been kind of like a relief but also like Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was a big relief. I also had, I, growing up, I was very sick child. I would get sick every four to six weeks. I had, I would run like a really high temperature. I was a lot of congestion, immune issues. So I didn't know what was going on and stuff. So it was actually a big relief to get the diagnosis. But then I was like, what's going to happen next? Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. just personally, a lot of us can relate where we're suffering from all these things and it's like, all right, at least it's an answer and now I have yeah. something to focus on. So what did you do from there? When you found out you were diagnosed, what was your next step? So the next step was uh, he put me on, usually, usually you get put on Cymbalta or Lyrica, it's a medication, and that's they believe that's supposed to help with the fatigue, the pain, and I've talked to hundreds of people and they say it doesn't help them. And it didn't help me. It made me feel super nauseous. And I'm like, I'm not going to do this. So I only stayed on it for like a few days. And then I said, what else could I do? And they recommended me to do physical therapy. And I did the swimming, the weight training, and I would just come out crying, crying, crying because it was, I was in so much pain and I did that for several weeks. And at um, the previous year I had, to, I had done personal training. So I'm, so I knew how to do weights and all that stuff. So it's not, I, it's not like it's an overweight issue. If you have fibromyalgia, you could be, you could live perfectly healthy and stuff. So next door to the pain center was like a pain management place so they so i said oh should i do that the rheumatologist said sure and he i did like a consultation and i scheduled three appointments and what they do is they draw little circles all down your back because with fibromyalgia you get diagnosed by like a trigger test so if you have 13 of the 18 tender points, then you get diagnosed. So they shoot like a huge needle into your, all those trigger points. 
and it was extremely painful. And so that was when I was like, I'm not doing this again because your blood sugar would drop so low and it was just not worth it to continue to do that when that wasn't helping. What were they, was it just dry needling or were they actually injecting something into it? I think they were injecting something into it. I don't, re I don't remember. It's been like nine years since I did it, but I don't know what it was. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the next step? Um, the following spring in 2011, my grandma actually found like a little ad in the newspaper and it said, uh, a little, t this wellness chiropractor was giving a talk. And so she said, okay, I'll go to that because it was 10 minutes away. And she went to that and she talked to him and she, he said, well, if she's had fibromyalgia for at the age of 20, she's been very, very sick for a very long time. And a light bulb went off in my grandma's head and she, and she said, thought to herself, oh, he really gets it. And my grandma was a nurse, so she knew, so she knows about a little bit of the medical stuff. But at that time, he did like food sensitivity testing, stool testing, blood testing, and to find out, I was actually very sensitive to gluten. I it was the highest he'd ever seen in someone, but I'm not celiac. He. I, there was stool, saliva. I also have soy sensitivity, dairy, eggs. Wow. So I have all of those. And so I went on a, like, elimination diet in the summer of 2011. And so I've stayed away from those foods as much as I can. And That's got to be hard. <laughs> Actually... You've had, I've had a little bit of slip ups, but eventually you get to a point where you're used to, you know, with the products that you can have that are safe and you, and it's always good just to stay away from stuff like processed foods anyway. So, and there's a lot of, and there's a lot of foods out there nowadays that are dairy free, soy free. It's amazing how much has changed in the last nine years. That's true. I'm lactose intolerant, so I yeah. totally get it. Trying to yeah. avoid things. It's hard. <laughs> That's hard enough for me. <laughs> so you get, you start this, you find out you have all these sensitivities. Do you, if you add this immediately to your diet? Is this something you just kind of dive into and say, okay, I'm going to avoid this. And then did that bring relief for you? Um, yeah. So he had me go get rid of, I think it was just fruits and vegetables and meats for a couple weeks and then I would add back in the things and stuff. And so that brought relief. I wasn't suffering with the headaches. I wasn't getting the energy, the energy went back up. The fatigue was better and less pain. And so I thought, oh, I really should go into like nutrition some more. And that's why I went to nutrition after that. That's awesome. So in the last 10 years, how, do you get flare-ups at all with it or anything? No, I don't. I, I would probably say the last time I had a flare-up maybe was a couple years ago, and that was just because I had sprained my ankles. So I was in more pain than I've ever been. 
So that's got to hurt. <laughs> it's definitely got to hurt. Yeah. So you decide to take a dive. This sounds like a very similar story. Yeah. But you take a dive into nutrition and where do you decide to go? How do you decide what avenue to take? So why jump into holistic nutrition as opposed to a registered dietitian or something along that? Aspect? I, for me personally, I actually did a health coaching program in 2011 to 2012. And it was, it was good, but I didn't get the whole, I wanted to learn more about the, how the body works and stuff. And it, that was more focused on like dietary theories and stuff. So I was like, okay. So then I found the Canadian school of natural nutrition where it goes into the full body and they actually had you do like 10 to 11 health histories. So you actually got the practice before you actually finished the program. That's good. <laughs> yeah. So it's not, and they covered a variety of different topics. So it wasn't exactly fibromyalgia, but it was like diabetes and different health issues. So you get an idea of how to learn. Yeah. So you go to this Canadian Institute, you're taking, how, how long is the program? Um, it took me like four years. I did it long distance. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Where are you from anyway? I don't want to give a um, I'm in Prescott, Arizona. So in between Flagstaff and Phoenix. Oh, right in the heat. But I'm in the mountains. So it's 20 degrees. It could be 20 degrees cooler. It's <laughs> just <laughs> yeah, a little better. A little better. So I want to, I want to talk about this because there's a lot of like disconnect between nutrition, yeah. fitness, uh, yeah. medical doctors. And we've had a couple other guests on our show where we've broken down the difference between a registered dietitian and a nutritionist. We've talked about yeah. uh, medical doctors versus doctors of occupational medicine. So if I, just in my head, if I were to rate a scale of purely holistic to all the way just medicine, I'd put holistic nutritionist at one end and yeah. these at the other end, and then yeah. Gino's right in the middle. Yeah. So let's talk about that avenue. So what, what different approaches do you take with uh, a patients that come to you as far as they have this illness? Is it strictly nutrition-based and lifestyle-based, or do you yeah. dive into a little bit of medicine and kind of do congruence of both? Um, I'm not, I don't do, deal it with anything with medicine. I can't, my job is to like support the person along the way. And I think a lot of times when we go to our doctors, we get the recommendations, but then we don't get the why we should do it or we don't do it as long as we should, right? Yeah. And a lot of people with nutrition are pretty lazy, I've noticed, unless you're in the field, sort of. So I get... I give you the steps, but I also check up with you every couple of weeks so I know that you're actually doing the plan and stuff. But I don't give recommendations that are too like over the top because I want people to start slowly and then as we go along, we can make it more difficult. Because I would never say to somebody, oh, do elimination diet because that might, right away because that might just overwhelm them. That makes sense. But I could give supplement recommendations and stuff like that. So 
I totally get it. It's like yeah. for us as a trainer, I'm not yeah. gonna sit here and tell someone, start six days a week for an hour. <laughs> They'd be like, Especially if they're in the beginning stages, it's sort of like. Yeah, exactly. You got to ease people into things. And when you're working with clients, you uh, like talk to us. So I'm coming in, I'm telling you, hey, Amanda, you know, I'm suffering from fibromyalgia. What are some questions you would ask your patients? And um, So the first thing I do is like a 45 minute free phone call just because I wanted to see where they are at what their health concerns are and like what are the main symptoms and stuff. And I want them to start to build that trust with me. And so, and I also talk about the services and stuff, but I want to know a little bit about you, but not the full picture. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then eventually, and then hopefully they'll want to work with me one-on-one and then we do a 90 minute, really detailed 90 minute, minute health history. Okay. <laughs> so, sorry. Um, so you're doing this health history, you're finding out more information yeah. about somebody and you're breaking down their diet. So yeah, I'm sure you see, like I do, a lot of people have no idea how to eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We have and all these mainstream diets that kind of throw it yeah. all like, this works, no, it doesn't. This works, no, it doesn't. And a lot of times they think they're eating healthy, and I'm like, oh, okay. Or you're not eating enough of some type of carbs or protein or vegetables, or they're not going gluten-free. So you always find out a lot more during that 90-minute session than what they would put on the form. Awesome. Have your results been with your clients? Have you seen improvement with them? Yeah, they um, they get the energy. It's not perfect because a lot of these people are older, but I think a lot of times people need to realize you're not going to be the same as you were before you got diagnosed with fibromyalgia, but you can't get better with it. And a lot of times they're a little bit older and stuff, so, but they do get that energy, the pain is gone, and they feel better. And they're getting that restful sleep that they need. Yeah, definitely. It's yeah. important to get sleep. I get it. <laughs> I'm a big <laughs> sleep person. Sleep cures everything in my eyes. So we've talked a little bit about the being a registered holistic nutritionist. We've talked about your story, which is awesome. Yeah. Super. That's amazing to hear. But I want to talk about what I know as a person, I talk to people, they say fibromyalgia. What is fibromyalgia that's um, a great question <laughs> that's the question i get asked all the time and i personally believe it's an autoimmune disease i've gotten a little bit of like backlash because people are saying to me well my doctor says it's a neurological disease and i say well then why wouldn't you be going to the neurologist and then they'll also but the, it's usually the rheumatologist. So they sometimes think it's a, like a arthritis type thing, but I totally think it's autoimmune because a lot of people with fibromyalgia have the food sensitivities and they're constantly sick all the time. And it's also stress and lifestyle and stuff, but we need to get past the diagnosis and not worry about what it is, but how I could bet 
give better. And if you have fatigue, pain, and sleep issues, those are the three main issues that you probably have. It. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting. So yeah. you're talking about like you have a lot of fatigue, you have a lot of pain. Where, where are these pain trigger points? I know you mentioned them a little earlier, but where exactly, like how would someone know they're sitting there? They, it's, it's all these little, all down your back, your legs, your arms and stuff. So, and they'll, they touch the trigger points and stuff. But nowadays they could diagnose you with fibromyalgia and you only have to have the pain, the fatigue and like the sleep for at least three months continuously and then they'll diagnose you. Or if they can't figure out what's going on with you, then they will diagnose you with fibromyalgia. So, so there's real no way to figure out if someone yeah. has it. It's a elimination. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, and then your primary doctor might diagnose you with it. You could ask them and stuff. So, wouldn't that lead to misdiagnosis though? If yeah, like if there's no real test for it, how can you? Well, there is. There is like a hundred percent certain. Yeah. This yeah. And a lot of people will say to me, well, I feel better. And I'm like, well, you told me a couple months ago, you said you were diagnosed with fibromyalgia. So how are you better? And I think it's, they get to a point where they're just giving up and stuff. So there is actually, I think it's, I don't know if it, it's actually, I think it's research being researched still, but there is actually a test, a blood test called the FMA blood test that people can look up and see, but I think it's still like being researched and stuff. And that's supposedly supposed to diagnose you with fibromyalgia, but we'll see. So it's not mainstream yet, but something it sounds like it's coming down the line. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, it's a, it's a definitely a different topic, a different field, yeah. something a lot of people don't talk about because yeah. it's, they don't know. They don't know for years they could be suffering like you did and not have an understanding of what's going on with my body. And it's got to be yeah. frustrating. And or they'll see a commercial on the TV because there's always, they, they have this same commercial talking about fibromyalgia and stuff. So they might see it on TV and they might think, oh, maybe I have it. Yeah, definitely. So I know you run... A podcast you have your own yeah yeah it's, i'm gonna probably gonna say this wrong but fibromyalgia real solution with amanda love is that correct yes and what do you guys talk about on your show what's a give us a little rundown of what we so i just celebrated one year last month in may Congrats. thank you and so i i thought in 2019 i was looking and i didn't see any fibromyalgia podcasts out there so I thought this would be a great way to spread my message. And I've covered a, a variety of topics. So the main one, one of the best ones to start with would be like my story with fibromyalgia. Cause, and that's episode two. I talk about candida. I talk about sleep. I talk about IBS. So those are a variety of topics 
and I usually do two a month and I try to keep them under 10 minutes so that people with fibromyalgia, I know they don't have the energy. So I want them to listen to it. And then sometimes I'll give recommendations, but this is just a starting point. It's not individualized to you. So that's when you book your 45 minute free phone call. If you want more individualized help. So it's almost yeah. like just a general info. Okay, look, yeah. this is what we're doing with it. Take a yeah. listen. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. I, I congrats again on a year. That's <laughs> hey guys, check that out. Fibromyalgia real solution with Amanda love. And if someone wants to get in contact with you, what's some way they can get a hold of you? So you can go to my website and it's amandaleaselove.com. You could email me, and that's just the same, at gmail.com. And I'm pretty much Facebook and Instagram. Facebook pretty much is the main place I post content, like my podcast and stuff. We'll put some links in the show notes for everybody so they'll be directly to be able to reach out to you. And guys, listen, I mean... I feel like on our show, we're hearing the same story. And Amanda's a great example of it. When you get diagnosed with something or you suffer from something that you think like, this is the end of the world. It's not, there's always a solution. Yeah. And I, to I totally agree. I yeah. totally agree. A lot of times people get diagnosed and they think that's the end of what they're going to be able to do with their life. And it's not the end. You'll find the answers. In some cases, the beginning. Right. We both shared the similar story where <laughs> something, an accident or a disease, yeah. caused triggers inside of us to take a dive into it deeper and then, you know, work from there to spread our knowledge and to help others. And that's why we all get into this field. I know, I know especially yeah. for holistic nutrition, it's to take care of people and to start living a happier, healthier life and you don't have to sit there and suffer. I mean, she broke down a lot into fibromyalgia. So don't just give up. Reach out to Amanda. Do your research. Get, get out there. Spread the word out. Share. Go listen to her show. I mean, so much info is available for everybody out there. But Amanda, thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Health the Fitness Redefined. Don't forget to subscribe to our show and join us next week as we dive deeper into this ever-changing field. And remember, fitness is a journey, not a destination. Until next week. Thank you for having me.